fucking Professor Neil is in full motherfucking a physic. Put on, open your fucking notebooks. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Don't mind you us. Just a podcast. <laughs> Things have really cooled off racially, huh? Boy, that was a pretty tough week. <laughs> Woo! Thank God that's over, guys. Roll <laughs> the windows down. Let's fucking enjoy America again. Wait, what? There's still an airborne uh, pandemic. Roll it back up. That old um, thing. I mean, I guess thing. I guess I look. There's a lot of truth in jest. Uh, things are less heated. Although, I was telling Roy and Trayvon, who are the new Dave and Chris. <laughs> on the show that i um i uh i i like we to the thing i said last week about looters helping yeah burning down wendy's helps yeah i don't again i no one's gonna believe me no it's but it's the muscle it's like don't fuck with us yes. or shit every time you kill burned. somebody we're gonna burn some shit i do feel bad i do love wendy's do you really? I like their I like spicy a, chicken nuggets. Uh, I like the I like the uh, shakes. Oh, the frosties. Oh, uh. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like the frosties. I like the frosties. But you know, and it sucks. And unfortunately, there's gonna there's gonna have to be some sacrificial lambs. And it it does blow because like Wednesdays didn't do anything, but it symbolically is very impactful. Yeah, bur- a burning thing, a skyline, pictures, photos, people in masks. It's impactful. It's how, why they burnt crosses and wore masks. It's scary. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it leaves you with something. If you're saying that black people are the new clan, I couldn't agree more, saying. Bianca. <laughs> Excuse if me. what I think uh, you're saying asterisk. is that they are as bad as the Klu Klux Klan, Klu Klux Klan, the Klu Klux Klan, yeah, I, uh, but I, yeah, so I think that that keeps the, the foot on the gas mm. so to speak in terms of like okay so what are we gonna do it, it, because clearly white people value stores and dogs more than black people i think anyone any i think history would prove that you know what i was thinking again. if dogs could talk and they could vouch that their black owner was a good person i think that would be more impactful like, well, no, no, this no, he's speaks nice. to he's a good guy. Me making videos and some black people have been mad that I made videos. And it's like, well, we tr- they don't listen to black people. They don't listen to black people. No, they don't, same old song. It's they don't fucking listen. So I'll try. I don't know. I don't I don't think it's right that they're more likely to listen to me. But the fact of the matter is i don't like it i'm not like sh- sh- shushies black people shushies uh it's let the white man speak um except to me it's yeah. just joking guys um well yeah of course but look no one gets you're actually more I'm protected joking, you getting cut off by me in conversation is actually a bigger issue for most americans than <laughs> really unarmed is. black men being killed in the street 
by looking at my comments. Uh, they listen. They love me. The feelers. They well, love me. what's not to like? Um, and guys, she got the message, and she's wearing something pretty revealing again this week. It's hot here, guys. Guys, mission dog. accomplished. Okay. Even even Dag weighed in. David Allen Greer weighed in with like an eyeball emoji. <laughs> You call him Dag. Yeah, everybody calls him Dag. That is so. Yeah, um, I saw that. I was like, yeah. okay, David. Um, Chocolate news. So, uh, so, so yeah. So that's the that's kind of the macro of the week. Now let's the specifics of the week. How you feel, Neil? Um, now I used to work with a guy. I don't like talking about it, <laughs> but I used to work with Dave Chappelle, and uh, he released a special. Uh, called 846 mm. about um about it's not about it's about the it's about the world we live in yeah and uh it was great and the thing that i find just in my own analysis of it the thing that i came away with is it was a primal scream that no other black living black person could have delivered. Mm. I, and I and be could, received that. I, well, well it goes without saying anyone that's got an audience. Right. You don't think anybody else could have made that? Uh, no, because I don't. I, if you think about like the 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 ten most famous black men or women, Oprah wouldn't. Chris Obama Obama wouldn't Obama I feel like Obama would only get that mad over like a clerical error <laughs> in the office like what the fuck I fucking gave you this fucking document you know what I mean like he doesn't have that level of he's he's just level yeah he's even keel yeah he's, not- he's just very even keel and and except about clerical errors. Um, <laughs> I don't I could be wrong. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin, I actually got to say, I watched a couple of Kevin's Instagrams from two weeks ago and they were really great. They were, they were, they were sad and imploring. Yeah. The thing is Dave's got, Dave could, Dave got the sad, the angry anguish, and he can back it up with fluidity of thought and speech. Yeah. Which is not like Kevin was stuttering and like, let me start over. <laughs> I'm just saying like Chevelle. What's the word? Dave, uh... Yeah. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so, so that would, that, uh, so Dave, Chris, Chris, Chris's anger is too like too much fun like cracker ass cracker his inflection is very it's he's it almost sounds like he's always on stage when he yes even to be angry i can't explain there's just something that dave can do that those guys that no one else can do dave can i feel like in terms of like if there was a knob he can turn up and turn off the funny right when he really wants to and not lose yes anyone and it doesn't you know the crowd's like 
anymore. Yeah, it doesn't chill the room. No, but he can, he just can captivate you through everything he's trying to say and you're listening as intently, even though it was a comedy special, but it wasn't super funny, which I thought was refreshing. My brother, Kevin, a long time ago said the difference between Dave and Chris is Chris is eat your vitamins and Dave is eat your pancakes. (laughs) Which is like a that's a great perfect description. It's a Kevin. perfect yeah, it's a perfect description of the two of them. Mm. Um, so that was what was cool. Yeah, like and it's cool. I actually liked how rough chopped it was. Yeah, the only insight I'll offer from having ongoing conversations with them this week is uh is he said he didn't want it to be too refined because then he didn't want to he didn't want the emotion to go away yeah and that's kind of the give and take and also refining takes post-production takes time right and i that needed to come out yeah immediately you know because yeah everything's going so quick i know it's like rihanna taylor george floyd yeah riots yeah. Uh, Rashad now. It, yeah. it, it, I don't know. It, 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 What's funny like, is I haven't committed his name to memory yet. I the Atlanta guy. I know it's Rashad, but I don't remember. <laughs> Atlanta <it>. guy. <laughs> but um, I, yeah. No. And that's, uh, you know, that is a testament to how fucked up this is that we have to put into memory these people's first yeah. and last names. And it's names by, it's Dave said this a couple years ago. By the time you wear the t-shirt, it's expired. Yeah. Um, the, I will say about faking emotion. I thought I was afraid when I did three mics that I wouldn't be able to get sad about my dad every night. Mm. But it turns out wasn't that hard. Well, <laughs> like what that and that's what I would say to I forgot to say to Dave like, "Oh, I I know that fear. It you this is a pretty it's a fairly significant issue you're talking about. You could have you would have you would have gotten there emotionally." It's um, it's hard to if you organically feel sad about something enough, yeah. you have an unlimited well of sadness for that thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's not all of a sudden it's like Ugh, sick of talking about my dad. Yeah. Like that's not or I like racism. Oh, yeah. this whole Ugh. thing. All right, <laughs> well, what who they kill this time? Okay. No, it was good. I really liked it, and I liked that it reached everyone really quickly. Yeah, that yes. was interesting. Uh. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, like a testament to uh, his fame level or I don't know. That's why I say he's like the only guy who could do it. Yeah. Because like LeBron, LeBron's anger is too scary because it's too big. Right. Like there's just too, like. Even Candace Owens was like, "Mm." Hmm. and even Don Lowe was like. Okay, uh, it's an honor. Everyone else, I feel like they would have had a uh, like a counter. What do you mean? Oh, I mean you can't. What are you going to say to that? It was well, so well. It's also like they're they are mentally ill. I mean, I don't think Don Lemon's mentally ill. <laughs> Candace Don Owens. Men- Candace Owens. Candace Owens mentally ill. One hundred percent. Something's wrong with this. Yes. Um, and we're all but pretending. she. So what she's and as mentally ill as she is, she knows. Like, I can't win this fight. I learned a long time ago. Uh, I worked at another comedy club and I got, I thought, I didn't know, realize we were in an argument, but a particular comic and I got in an argument while he was on stage. And after that, I was like, 
I made a rule that I will never ever fight someone with a microphone because mm-hmm. I will ne- you'll never win. And even though Candace was uh, Candace or whoever wasn't in the audience, it's really hard to win when your platform is comedy mm-hmm. and you're a successful comedian. You're always gonna find a way to fucking get me. If you're successful enough, if you're good enough at being a comedian, in an argument, you'll always find an angle that's yeah. gonna get everyone on your side and you're yeah. gonna feel like, this, it's not always a fair fight. So I think it was good on them to not even. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, what do you, he's just. They're smart enough to. They know. Yeah. And he's just gonna say something on his next question. That's why with the, did you see the shout to. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. As Ailey Banks, but yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never made them. No one ever makes that mistake. Um, yeah, it was. So that was cool. And it's cool to see. It's very surreal to see your emotional soul, uh, your emotional cellmate, as I call him. Your soul tie. My, 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 my bunkie. (laughs) He's my, you're my bunkie. He's my bunkie. Um, be like a, I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I don't even know what he is, but it's fucking funny. It's very funny. That's all I can, it's not like, I can't, I, it's like, that's my baby. It's not yeah. even, that's my baby. It's like, look at him go. It, I, it's like, do you I don't get, know. Do I you get proud? Do you get like Hercules? Yeah, it's not even proud. It's not even like a, it's like proud. I actually said like proud is not a big enough word. It's like, proud is like yeah die <laughs> it's some other shit uh, it's not it can't even yeah but i'm there's probably a word in german i think of, of course and if they don't have it the french might <laughs> ask the french um tell me about the Chaz zone well we're gonna be jumping around because i got we yeah, got race and Chaz is um capital wait capital hill adjacent capital hill autonomous zone mm-hmm and uh, basically, during the first round of protests and riots or whatever, they they just kind of boarded off this area of Seattle to call it a cop-free zone. And they forced the cops out of the precinct that was there. It was basically started around the precinct. Um, and it's so at first I was like, how do you for- that's funny. Like, I wonder how they imagine how they forced out. I think they just were. Well, you saw during the the kind of when it took a turn, when the protest took a turn, how some of the cops like retreated for their own safety. Yeah. And they were outnumbered. I think that's what happened. And they basically just like while they retreated, they boarded off an area and it was like cop free zone. <laughs> so I went in a really deep wormhole about it. Half of it is great. People planting shit and it's like everyone is in harmony and blah, blah, blah. But there's... I don't know if it's going to be a good poster child for defund the police. Because, of course, defund the police doesn't mean there are no police. Well, that's the it's a bad people got mad at Marr for saying it's a bad title. It's like it is a a fucking bad title. These are all the worst titles make the big white privilege is not a good title. It Mm -hmm. makes a good impact, but it's bad if you want uh, your target audience to understand white privilege is not a good title. Black Lives Matter isn't great for understanding. It's great for impact. And shock value. I think it. I think that is a good phrase, and I think white people are being babies about it. 
I, they're all being babies about it. We're splitting hairs on like a phrase. You know what the person yeah. means, but you, I get it. And uh, defund the police also sounds kind of scary. It so sounds just, like anarchy. It sounds like 100%. get it's a flamethrower like- and a leather jacket. <laughs> And a leather jacket. Yeah. And a dog and a motorcycle. And like a side, a motorcycle and a sidecar for your fucking dog. And get the goggle, get do- goggles for the dog, please. <laughs> You're just a yeah. greaser, essentially. Yeah. You're just a. You're like, angry it's greaser. like fucking Will Smith, fucking. What's, what was the name of the movie? Lonely. I don't watch Lonely Baby? Movies. The one where he's by himself and he's got a dog in the future. Uh Oh, I Am Legend? Yeah. Lonely Baby, I call it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um so so okay cool i get it maybe this is camden new jersey is a better example yeah but if you go deep if you just look on twitter hashtag just, there is like there was a guy for example who got robbed and couldn't do shit about it it was like screaming like you guys just let it fucking happen he took my shit and like it's a little like yeah who because they're like nobody can police anybody and then there's this dude named raz i guess he's a he's like a seattle rapper sure, of course it is, and he's yeah. just walking around like an ak-47 being like i'm, I'm the, the king of this like, motherfucker yeah. started, I, okay so there's some reports that it's starting to turn it turn into lord of the flies and there's some reports that that's bullshit and it's yeah. totally fine and nothing is wrong but uh it's weird. So I started looking on their website or their uh, social media. And this one person's like, I'd like to come in and speak in Chaz. And then they're like, yes, yeah, send us your paperwork. We're, we'll review it and see if you can get let in. Like, it's getting yeah. weird. It's uh, it's 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 uh, it's Occupy Wall Street. That's what someone else. They're like, oh, yeah, they're going to do this for the summer. Yeah. And then the moment it's cold. Yeah. Or or they, uh, it's Seattle. So it's always cold. Right, their summers. Yeah, there's they don't have their summers three days. I just do wonder how long it will last. I don't think that's a good poster for it because it seems like they have no idea. Well, when you want order your way and you don't want anybody to lead you and you don't want any authority, I don't know. It's a weird, yeah. I but if you look at the Camden stats. Crimes down right. sixty well, to seventy percent. A lot of that's cases. just if you said reorganize the police. Yeah, that's it's not as it's catchy. A, but the it's the the angriest person comes up with the slogan, and then everyone's afraid to go like, mm, "Fuck <laughs> you! You're the fucking problem!" And then uh, <laughs> you're right to fund the police. <laughs> you're right. No, 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 no. It's a great title. It's a great title. Da, 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 da. I got the artwork. Um, yeah. So. I, I don't think that that's they will try to hold it up as as long as possible. I'm sure. Well, and also the right will hold it up as like, is it what you want? That's the <laughs> exactly. that's the world liberals, the libs want to live in. Libtards. That's yeah. the, that's the problem, because then you're having a lot of right wing um, news outlets saying there's rapes and. Uh, yeah. assaults and robberies going there and police. They can't. The response time is tripled because they can't you know, get in and help anyone. So it yeah. I don't know what to believe, to be perfectly honest, but I think it's kind of like a social experiment. Yeah. Just like, okay, see how long this lasts. Yeah. I mean, cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it'll be gross <laughs> and gross people will live there. And then eventually they'll fucking cops will come <laughs> and they'll they'll treat them awfully and people will kind of be like eh. 
Dude, imagine if your apartment just happened to be there. Like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. This was next to the police station. Well, that's what Airbnb is for. Throw that bitch, <laughs> rent that bitch out. Um, oh, this is the Juneteenth. Juneteenth is... I, make it a I comeback. cannot remember a thing having making a move like this. This is like this was a horse race. They came around the stretch. Juneteenth wasn't even in the f- shot. Juneteenth is behind Kwanzaa. Yes, it's it makes Kwanzaa look like Christmas. I also can't believe we haven't celebrated it. I have. When I've actually think about Juneteenth. it. I've celebrated Juneteenth. It's it's like an amazing thing that should be celebrated. Uh, it's it's it like should holiday. be celebrated before anything because it speaks to does well it speaks to uh uh black people fighting and it speaks to some righteousness on the part of white people not the south but some righteousness on the part of uh the union but or know, not the union what's the good one yeah the union the union yeah. versus the uh confederacy confederacy yeah uh but you know what the we, we we haven't been celebrating Juneteenth as a country, and I feel like we've saved on a lot of racist Juneteenth parties from white people. Well, if you think that I'm canceling mine, <laughs> you've got another thing coming. I wasn't invited. From my cold dead hand. Well, it's not for you. <laughs> okay. It's for whites. It's a themed party. <laughs> and th- there will be no, we, it will be plantation themed. And I got Paula Dean <laughs> cooking. Yo, for me. Paula Dean. <laughs> uh, yeah, it should be. It should be. It's it's for it's more righteous than Christmas, Easter. I mean, the religious holidays is silly. And then we, the American holidays silly. are like Fourth of July. Okay, fine. Yeah, but like President's Day. President's Day. Fucking. Uh, they combine Lincoln's birth. Yes, there's, there's like a, a few. That's a that's a that's a a, a fucking you know mishmash. Yeah, that's a shmish, That's a mishmash. That's a Voltron. That's a Voltron <laughs> okay. holiday. Uh, and Columbus Day, King, like- Columbus. That's what they should take Columbus Day and give it to Juneteenth. But it's too close to Fourth of July. They should. The funny thing is, Memorial Day actually started by uh, black veterans celebrating. Something about black veterans. Yeah. Memo- the, their memories. Mem- memor- memorializing their memories of being a veteran. We're going to go with that. And no one actually knows that anymore. I barely know it. But yeah. I do know it's something to do with black people. Yeah, cool. We just don't know anything. I don't yeah. fucking know. I mean, I know about Juneteenth. I've been to a Juneteenth concert where Erica Badu played in Oakland. So that that floated me for a good five years. I remember Dave saying Juneteenth he went to a Juneteenth Dead Prez show on Juneteenth, which is there we go, kind of the the best thing you can do. They should be the only people allowed to play on Juneteenth. Run them on the uh, crackers in the city hall. Uh, and they at one point they made the audience do fifteen push-ups to get ready. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> which is so fucking funny, dude. Have you ever met Dead Prez? Were they on the show? And what? Yeah, am I'm cool with them. The funniest part is like you listening. You're like, yo, Dead Prez. I love Dead Prez. <laughs> There's one song on the album where it's like. Eat healthy, eat right. Yes. I was just like, why wasn't this on Sesame Street? They are like, they are actual like revolutionary 70, 60s, 70s ideology. Like 100%. not a joke. Yeah. Like eat healthy, no yeah. swine, my brother. Yeah. 
M1's a fucking good dude. Yeah, they seem great. Um, Like, he's one of those guys that I don't see often, but when I do see him, it's like... Do the the black embrace. Yeah, I put him in a sketch, too. Um, And (laughs) I mean, only I just didn't tell David. Are you going to celebrate Juneteenth? Yeah. I don't know what to do, but... Send you some literature. um, After my party, I mean, I don't know what to do. Uh, No, it's a... That's a big... That's a... It's also... It's... I will say this about Juneteenth. It's kind. Of, it's weird. There should be an emancipation holiday. Yeah. But Juneteenth isn't exactly that. It's about the information of emancipation. It's about, oh, they hadn't heard. Right. <laughs> they hadn't heard. So it's like a weird telephone story. Right. Like, well, that's, I mean, I'm not against, I think emancipation should absolutely, abolition should absolutely be celebrated. But this seems like a weird version of it. Well, this is like you guys. Be like we celebrate Christmas in February because people in Bethlehem didn't actually hear about Jesus till February. No, Juneteenth is the date. It's it's not the date. It's the date that slaves were. But slaves in were free. certain states, in certain were states, the information didn't get there. So, so what is Juneteenth then? So Juneteenth, uh, this is. This is interesting because I don't think I'm not like uh, only Google I know Juneteenth. this. Okay. Uh, it that previously enslaved people in Texas were free, it, although so the Emancipation Proclamation had formally freed them almost two and a half years earlier, and yeah. the American Civil War had ended largely with the defeat of. This is like some like they went to a cave and were like y'all are free and they're like what? They're like oh so you didn't not, hear it's 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 the best I thing never we have. Knew. This is what I'm good for. Um, you are. I am an expert. As it turns out, uh, I've heard to my friend. <laughs> heard recently. Um, uh, yeah, like it's it's a weird. It's the be- It's probably the only like. Don't don't think about it. It's like uh, 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 yeah, like delete that part. Yeah, Let's like just, just don't worry about it. It's not. It's irrelevant. Just call it, the it- spirit of it is right. The actual like somebody was Mike Gibbons, a buddy of mine, writer was in a. He was in Jerusalem and it's they give a tour of Jerusalem and it's like a historic tour. But meanwhile, the real Jerusalem burnt to the ground like yeah. 900 years ago. And this is a recreation. Well, it's it, an old recreation, though. So it seems. Yeah, it's like it's closer, but sh- it's not it's, at it's all shabby chic. Yes, Jerusalem. Yes, it's it's not at all where Jesus. That's the main. It's but. The same thing with every religious scholar will tell you that that Jesus' birthday is not on December twenty fourth. Of course not. No religious go like yeah. uber Christians know that most people yes. don't. Also, maybe may, maybe there wasn't a Jesus. Maybe there That's wasn't a, a Jesus, whole other issue. But they will admit they're like no, that's yeah, just they don't a, know. They were like no, it's just it's it's symbolic. Yes, it's like okay, that yeah. works. Even that one guy, that famous televangelist Pat. Pat Robertson. Yeah. He was like, it's not really his birthday. I was like, why do we make a fuss then? Yeah. Nothing is the, you know, thing. nothing is the thing. I saw Zeitgeist. You get it. The, the government, you're a, the working man's a sucker. <laughs> oh, this is what I was going to say. Yes, tell me. When I spoke to a friend, a friend last week, we were talking about, and he kept saying they broke it. They broke and what? 
like George Floyd like broke the illusion. Mm, mm. I have a theory based on what he said. I, kind of the spirit of what he was saying. The racism was a stabilizing force. Mm. It was Saddam Hussein. Yeah. In Iraq. G- Gaddafi. Gaddafi, Saddam Hussein, dictator. And now there's emotional anarchy. And hierarchical, not high, but yes, hierarchical anarchy. Where it's like, okay, that was the stabilizing force. And it's not like it's dead, but it can't be the stable. It's so, the denial of it, the, it's, it, the denial of racism was the stabilizing force. Mm. And now it can no longer be denied. And so now there's a vacuum. Yeah. And white people are losing their minds. Though Karen's as the best example. And I, Karen's is already hacky, which is a bummer. Uh, I know, because it's good. I know. It's good. It's not like over the top. Yeah. It's not like the black Shaniqua. Like, that's like yeah. the fuck Shaniqua. Yeah. But Karen is. Yeah, it's mild. Seven. It's just the, Karen's co-opted it is the problem. But no, the good thing is it actually is better that white people co-op Karen. Because it's, it. they kind of. It's like self-regulating each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're being a Karen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you're being a Karen. It's like, good. Do it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, go yeah, that gonna, way. I'm going to go take a nap. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah. So I don't mean that in a racist way. <laughs> That's not about the itis and it's not about siestas. I don't know <laughs> who you're claiming itis. today, but um, so it's so now we're in this vacuum and white people are don't know what to do i'm not gonna say black people don't know what to do uh but it's definitely everyone's like they turn the lights on and everyone's like it's cockroaches like Like, ah, joe's apartment black people know what to do a little bit more because they feel this new sense of freedom people yeah when i say black we don't know what to do i'm i don't mean that white people are they don't in a in a are are dizzy little mexicans i mean white people are they don't know what to do but black people are more like oh okay i saw a tweet that said why does everyone act like like black people just got invented because people are like yeah uh uh, black lives matter oh yeah no we got take it off well well, well, everybody is working so hard to come to terms with hundreds of years of racism and systemic racism in like a few weeks. I, I'm not going to shit on progress. I'm happy no. for it. It's weird though. It, it feels not artificial, but something. Yeah. Not artificial. I think it's real. It feels strange. It's. I don't think I said it on here, but I said that white people treated racism like a leak in the ceiling. Mm, and they kept putting it. tape on it. Tape, tape, and then it, and then eventually just the ceiling collapsed and they're covered in gunk ceiling gawk and <laughs> and they're they're embarrassed that they're like soaking and covered in ceiling and they feel bad that they didn't do enough right they actually feel they know they're responsible and they you can see like all of it on people's face like culturally the face of culture of like 
Yeah. <laughs> it's Martin Short from Clifford. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, will you put in a clip of Martin Short from Clifford uh, where Martin Short, where Charles Grodin says, why can't you just be a normal boy? And Martin Short makes literally the funniest face I've ever seen. It's four seconds of funny face. Um, yep. There. Yep. That I will take to the police and I will not send you back to your parents. And you tell Sarah that you and I are the best of friends. And we are, aren't we? Shut up. But if you even look at me funny, if you do one thing that I find weird, which is, you know, like your middle name, you're doing it right now. Can you act like a human boy for one minute here? Look at me like a person. You can't do it for more than a few seconds. Look at me like a human boy. <laughs> you're going to be back on that plane. That's why people right now. Was he supposed to be autistic or? No, it's they. It, he's supposed to be a little boy, and they like literally put like they pulled his face as tight as they could, and like put clips on the back of his head. It's it's a, it a fucking really. Uh, it's fun. It's it's like fun. funny. Like like that makes it good enough. Just right. that. Yeah, like stupid shit. Yeah. Um, they don't make comedies. Like I was talking to my friend. They don't do these. Uh, 80s 90s so and so is such and such so, so and so is such and such or like the platoon the the like in the when army it's just, now in the army when it's just bits the whole movie is like oh. airplane oh yeah well well they used to do like scary movies and shit yeah but, oh, yeah i guess i but, get yeah, but right. they haven't done it in like 10 years anyways because they just they're so broad and they're so yeah it's hard and they're to, like, pa- it's whatever they're passe. hard to do good when they're good, yeah, fucking they're the best. Um, anyways, I read that. The um, so it was a it was a so white people it was stealing the, the, the denial of slavery was stabilizing, and now it can't be denied anymore. And everyone's got their pants. White people have their pants around their ankles, and are trying to explain what it's not what you think, but it's like yeah, it is. Okay, everyone. Has I a, can explain. Everyone has a kid take cloth. Yeah, and yeah. that's so funny to me. I love all that shit. It's so funny to me. The contained. I do too. Like, I think it's so silly. It, the washing of the feet was my favorite thing. I'm like, wash their feet. Yes, wash um, their feet. They don't <laughs> know. Yeah, washing the feet. It's like washing feet. I mean, that is an actual. I know it's word. like a, a Christian thing. Yeah, but, but, but it's like it's just scramble. I mean, they need Olivia Pope like. They need damage. White people need one big damage control. Yeah. They don't know what to do. So everything is like, I remember I was playing dominoes. I love my dominoes games. And you can talk to players. Players can talk to each other if you want. Via chat or something? Like uh, the screen, like the dominoes go up here, right? And then there's a little bubble. So if you click it, it goes to like a chat screen. And mostly people are just, some people are nice. My handle you can tell I'm a girl in it. Like it has something like yeah. a feminine word in it. So guys will be like, where are you? Where are you you want to play another game? It's yeah. like, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, or um, you can talk shit. Hurry yeah. up. You suck. Yeah. You about to take yeah. this ass whooping. Like yeah. whatever. People's personalities. And word stuff like that. Go ahead. Um, it was mostly black people. No, I'm but this guy was really fucking being really racist. So I don't have a photo. And he was like, Put the chicken down and hurry the fuck up. And I was like, huh? Like, I didn't even assume he was being racist at all. I'm like, 
how does he know me and Jake? No, I wasn't eating Jake. But I was like, okay, well, I don't know what he means by that. And he was like, and then he said another thing. I'm like, is this your attempt at being racist? And he was like, it's just bad shit talking. Oh, chicken, watermelons. Like, I was kicking his ass too. I'm like, right. yeah, like, and then so we we're talking shit. But he was really going out of his way to be a dickhead. And I didn't care at all. And I won. Uh, but I screenshotted it and I sent it to him. Like, I sent it to the moderators. I was like, hey, um, just so you know, this guy's being racist. Can you just ban him? Because there's a lot of black people who who are on this, who use your uh, game. And I think it's just like disgusting behavior. Yeah. They were like, absolutely. When I tell you that was on a Friday, played the game all the weekend. On Monday, they responded, absolutely. This is disgusting. Absolutely. We stand. When I, two hours after that, a banner, Black Lives Matter, mm. we stand. And it just is like, I was, I felt touched. I don't think it was because of me. Obviously, they're watching the news, but it was weird that it was very deliberately like, okay, we got to do something. Yeah. And everyone's doing something. And I think it's really sweet. I went for a walk earlier around your neighborhood. And I, I see heard the that banners. white people carried you half a block. They did. They, they watched my feet. Uh, every places where I've never even seen black people in, because this is the West yeah. Side. Uh, everyone had a Black Lives Matter, uh, Black Lives Matter banner, and they would say, "We hear, we heard, we stand, we heard that Black Lives Matter." No justice. We can't say for sure because we had never met any black. <laughs> but it's nice. It's like a nice gesture. But I don't know. Like, do you think? As a white person, is that covering your ass or is that doing something? What do you think? I mean, I think it just becomes like once one corporation does it, they all have to do it. Yeah. Or um, else you don't. Or it. yes. Or else you come out. Are you against? It's like, do I have to tell you that I'm for it? I don't know. I didn't. I made a joke. I have a Twitter account and I said. Um, you do? That, yeah, I don't like to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, that uh, I'm waiting for the Klan to release a statement. Like, we stand <laughs> with black lives. <laughs> oh all of God. us can Did be racist. Even we all play a part in systemic racism, even unconsciously. Because <laughs> um, it's that's where it's like, okay, okay. I'm yeah. not mad at it. I, no, I, I don't mind it, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that white people have never been more open-minded open to it and the best example i have it's from my own life and this is guys the best examples are about specifics of our own lives so i'm talking to my mom to race about yeah about um uh, you know all this stuff and i said something about reparations and she's like i have to i have to you know, something like pushback. Like she's like, I just, that would be Pandora's box. And I was like, mom. And I literally just, she's like, I know it's different. Black people weren't, didn't come here willingly. And they, they're not like other. And I'm like, it's not that they didn't come here willingly. <laughs> it's that, wild. it's that they came here violently kidnapped, raped, murdered. It's not like, it's not just, there's no comp. There's no no comps. There's no comparables in this situation. And I was like, so then they're kept slave. Some of them they didn't even tell for two and a half years. Hence Juneteenth. Like what? Um, and uh, and then there then there's Jim Crow. Then there's like Reconstruction, which is its own fucking disgustingness of like 
slave Red catchers and, and like oh. uh, uh, prisoners became back to slavery. Just awfulness. And then Jim Crow, which and then burning down black successes, th- Jim Crow, then redlining. Then I was like, it's not. I mean, medical. Th- I mean, all of it. And I told her the Chris, the Chris's mom story. And she's like, oh, now, meanwhile, Chris's mom is 15 years younger than my mom. Mm. And not like, mom, you could have stopped it. I didn't right. like and she was like and she just got like quiet because it's what are you going to say? I said, I know. I know it's overwhelming. I know it's so awful. It's. It's overwhelming. It's it's like uh, it's like after the tsunami in 2004 where you just see these towns and you're like, that's black history in America. You know what's so annoying is that I, I still don't understand how this is, this is such a Christian nation and you could treat other human beings so, so disgustingly yes. for for hundreds of years in fact use and then they they accepted your god they accepted your god they accepted your white god yep above them you gave them obviously they gave them the slave bible but still it's a good fucking bible (laughs) it's real short (laughs) obey um they accepted your god yeah and accepted your way of life and accepted everything about the world you gave them and I don't understand the deep-seated hatred towards black people. I don't. I don't get it. I, you know, in Iran, you know, they're in, in the Middle East, it's a lot of like, it's differing. They accept different versions right. of the same God, but there's like... And you want to talk about a minor disagreement that has metastasized. It's fucking about... Fucking splitting It's about fucking hairs. a nephew. Like... Sunni and Shia. Yeah. It's about fucking uh abraham's nephew is that his about no it's not uh it's uh (laughs) will quickly quickly well not abraham um begins with an a like the main guy in islam just go to the drop down menu jesus christ why do we do this well we're gonna hire it no, it's not. It's Ali. It's not. Muhammad's. Uh, no, God Muhammad. Damn it. It's Muhammad. It's Muhammad's Muhammad. nephews. It's Muhammad. literally Muhammad. It's Muhammad's nephew. I didn't hear you say Muhammad. Uh, well, you're going to have to start splitting your feet with a dedicated internet guy. And you're off. Um, uh, the You're off. And this is how you found out. Um, Will is so bad. It's crazy. Um, no, well, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. not Ali. It's not Ali. It's Muhammad's. It's Muhammad's nephew. nephew. His name is probably Ali. His name is Ali. But stop. Don't say it's Ali again, <laughs> or, you're or I'm throwing you out the window. Um. Uh. So that's this. <laughs> he's still typing us? in Ali. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah. Like it's a, such a minor. And I, when talking to my mom, I kept saying Christian. Right. I was like, Mom, as a Christian woman. This is wrong. Yeah. This is wrong. I was like, I don't even get down like that. And I sent her, Chris Cuomo did a sort of black stats versus white stats video. And I sent it to my mom. And I sent her one of my videos about hiring black people. And and uh, she said mine was better. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> She's like, mom, um, but but the, and the, there was another video about 
black people, uh, white doctors don't think black people can experience pain. Yeah. Just crazy, crazy shit. Craziness. Well, to my main point where we got, uh, when we're talking about Shiites and Sunnis, it's, it's small. Or even in Africa, there's different tribes. Yeah. They speak different languages. There are, well, that... Sunnis and Shiites is very small, you know, but it still is a differing of opinion. It's Protestant, small but old. It's just taken forever. It's right, a, exactly. It never gets better, so it just seems like, well, we've been fighting over this right. for a thousand years. We're just years. talking at each it's other. It's a good fucking argument. No, exactly. It's just like fucking. It just speaks to how fucking irrational McCoy's. Middle Eastern people are. Forget it. That's Shut not what I'm here for. <laughs> That's not. This isn't about you. You're an Afro Ladino. You can. Middle Easterner. Ugh. Ew, how dare you? So I just don't. It it ends up just being when you take away different God, different culture. I mean, it, they're so fucking similar. Yeah. The origins are so similar of our culture and how even though they're like black people are a subculture, it's like they've created their own subculture. It's still it's so similar that I think a white person from the South and you have less in common than a white man and a black man from the South from the same area. And absolutely. And there's still and when you take all the commonalities away, the only thing that you're left with is really deep-seated racism. Yeah. Even if it's a turn a blind eye, maybe like, I'm not calling Teresa racist, but there is this like blind, well... They, it's if you, it's Pandora's know. box, to which I said, Mom, they just found $5 trillion for corporations, which is what we talked about a couple of weeks ago. They just found the money. You want to talk about Pandora's box? You want to talk about welfare queens? Right. You want to talk about, we don't know where $500 billion went. They won't say where $500 billion went. If that's not some welfare queen shit, which is a fake story created by the Reagan administration, um, yeah, then no, I don't fucking know what is. Or and when, then, yeah, so I'm sorry. No, no, no. And then the next day she texted me. <laughs> what she say? It was really cute. She texted me. Um, she texted me. I don't. Uh, she said, just so you know, when we moved to um, uh, Yonkers, uh, we had black neighbors. You were from Yonkers? DMX? The, again, my family goes back thousands of years. So they, were, they lived places Yonkers. before I even got became a oh, part yeah, of the family. Been, yeah. Um, you were lost to yeah. come around. So, and I go like, Wait, I believe you, mom. And I said, <laughs> I don't. I said, I don't find you egregiously racist. Because when I was talking to her, I was like, I was trying to, exp I said, I, I've explained to my black friends how little I heard the N-word growing up. Like, I ne I said, I never heard it. I don't think you would have accepted it. She was like, absolutely not. So when I, I don't, like systemically my parents, but yeah. my parents were also like the children of immigrants and everyone's right. got their story Everyone about why they story. didn't. Why they couldn't help. Right. Right. And that's fine. But yes. And I just think there is I, I have a friend who's from Mississippi and she even says that, you know, you see black men in Mississippi, the way they'll talk to a white man is very like, yes, sir. Mm -hmm. No, no, sir. And there is something about just the past generations where like, I don't know, I, I do understand we need to call that out. But I do think looking back, look back enough like look back to a certain to remember where how we got here but i do think it's like i'm very happy that this generation is take 
taking a stand and standing up and doing something that actually changes it because there are so many generations behind us that haven't. They tried, but it didn't do enough or they were complacent and this and that. And I don't, it's not anybody's fault. It's not Teresa's fault. It's not that old black man in Mississippi's fault. Right. You know, no one, it's hard. I was going to blame him, but go ahead. <laughs> you said last time you were like, change is really hard, especially this worst. kind of change. It's so hard. Yeah. So what could have your mom done, really? And I'm not trying to, like i said they ha- we had like-, like a black guy who came oh I, it's actually a fucking hilarious story so black guy it was the a program that i still think still exists called a, a better chance right when i say black guy, i think it was like 15 his name's steve rogers and he came and lived with us like one day a week. i don't know the exact arrangement but he like came and lived with our family okay and um I was super young. I was like four. Um, Cute. And he used to say axe. And my dad was like, Steve, if you want to make it in the white man's world, you got to say ask. Yeah. Because axe is like a non-starter. You just immediately you say axe and it's like, oh boy. Um, Bad egg. And, uh, and. So Steve's like, yep, he goes on. He's, I believe he's like a professor at Northwestern now or. Go Steve. Yeah, he's doing great. And, but he had a business where like 20 years later, he had a business, he needed a loan, but just like some withheld taxes thing. Like one of those things, like I just need a loan until April 8th and then I'll give you the money back. So he called my dad and he said, "Uh, Mr. Brennan, I have to ask you a favor. fucking kidding it was a fucking oh, good oh, joke really? yeah, yeah just completely get <laughs> it um this is a fucking sweet joke Aww. what i'm saying is racial comedy's been in my is in my blood okay um even no though wonder. i had nothing to do with it no he, my dad was the victim of it but your, your parents probably thought like we did something yeah and and to their credit they did they did do something they didn't uh and my mom works with like there's a what do they call it inner city <laughs> urban Dude, she inner does city. like the inner urban. city uh church and like she is Christian about it there, but as like anything, there's, there are l- layers and there are amounts. They, uh, so the problem is in the past, if you're up here and you give like that Christian, like I will give, I yes. will be generous. It's coming yes. from you to somebody else. Tithing is 10%. Right. Right. Is that enough if you're white But in America? Even beyond that, the structure is me the one the have to the have nots but when the have nots come and demand exactly what you have it feels like fuck off yeah i feel like that's the pushback so it's i think it's easier to digest racism and inequality it's not like your parents don't understand that it's just like okay they're the have nots like yeah we should help them it's other thing this other thing and we can be charitable towards them but when they stand up and say this is fucked up this is racist i want the same uh opportunities and protection of the law that you have everyone starts shaking in their boots that's not that doesn't digest the same way as like let me let this black kid in my house for like yes. once a week that yes then it's i'm giving it's not it's not at 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 gunpoint or bayonet point right. or whatever metaphor you want to use bayonet point. uh yeah well that's what america uh, <laughs> america spreads freedom at the with the butt of a gun um oh the, old man uh, sayings old i knew man you'd give me sayings. one that's it's actually not the butt of a gun it's a it's a it bayonet i fucking i fucked god it up. he's fucking I fucked it up. It. look it up not you will everybody else <laughs> will don't um, uh the 
she also said that she goes, I noticed growing up and she started telling me like the first time she mm. noticed racism. Mm. And this is in 1941 mm. in Chicago that they would let there was a good school and there were black kids in the neighborhood. But once there was a thing where they if they wouldn't refill with black kids, they would like close the enrollment. So that no black kids could get in. And my mom noted, like, she's like, and I noticed it. And I remember thinking, like, that's wrong. And it's like, yeah, and that has real long-term consequences that are not, that are, would be justifiable for black people to say, fuck you, Mm. give me that. Yeah. But then it's like, give, like, you don't get everything. Then you get into like, I'm an immigrant. Right. I'm a, (laughs) this, there's a letter coming up that somebody sent, like, I'm. Look, I earned, and then he read a book, and it was like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, mm. yeah. But that's the brilliant thing about America is because we, you always make this point. The that amount you of Trevor excuses say, we have. Well, we have a lot of excuses, but you and Trevor say, you know, in America, you're like, no, 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 we are equal. Yeah. It's so bred into the fabric of our culture. Whereas in Iran or in uh, Nigeria, or in wherever, Sudan. It's like, no, you're fucking different. Fuck off. You're not as good. I'm right. You're wrong. Here, because we have this, the equation, our culture's equation is like, this plus this equals equality. Yes. When you when you take out the, like, guys. It's of, like, a core belief. It's America's self-esteem. Yeah. It's and, a tenant of, it's a, like, kind of the core tenant of America's self-esteem. One of the core tenets of American self-esteem is like we are. It's completely fair. It's fair. And so now when it's like, oh, it actually hasn't been fair. It's like, it's like you're jamming. It's like a virus in the, in the system. We don't know how to deal with it because now. It's, it destabilizes everything. So what do you do? It was a fake tenant. Literally Trump has to put out. And lying about it, bolstered it. Mm. Lie fell. Truth revealed and. Ah. But I will say something about America. It's like they we actually have to do something. We're oddly enough, we're not the type of country where it's like, oh, well, yeah, it's like, well, no. well we do, but not no. on, well, that's the, on the that's surface. The next thing I want to talk about. Everything is. Oh, well, everything's mm-hmm. like shrug, shoulder well, will you shrug play the emoji. what these white people do in theme song, please? Will, honey. <laughs> Uh, this isn't this is a wrong title but it's what are white people gonna do gonna do this future yes gonna do because what now that if they deny it now Mm. i i'm not gonna say there's gonna be real problems but there's gonna be real problems and I don't know how what that looks like. Or the problem is everyone is taking a stand. Everyone is now. Everyone has skin in the game because you are now saying like, oh, "Black lives do matter," especially corporations. So when they are proven that they don't, everyone is everyone's on the line. Everyone's on the chopping block because everyone said they stand by these morals and principles. That's fine, but that's the issue becomes when you're trying to get into a college. And they they don't they don't want to let you in. They'd rather let a black person in than a white person. The, what? How will white people react there? Well, that's I mean, the affirmative action 
from Root of Action. And they hate it. They hated it. Everyone was like, this is bullshit. It should be based on. Have we talked about the punchline to this? Is bullshit. This should be merit based. That was the argument in California. Then Asians came along. Oh, yeah. And started getting into every college in front of white people. And white people were like, this is bullshit. We need affirmative action. Exactly. Exactly why they don't let um, in certain, I think I was telling you in certain, um, like, uh, just like in between colleges. I think I saw this thing in Kentucky, how they don't let out-of-state kids in to give the white kids a chance. Yep. Because if they let out-of-state kids in, it would just be flooded with black players. Yeah. So it's like, have affirmative action everywhere uh i think there was like a scandal with certain fire departments how they made the test so um confusing and then they that black and brown people didn't have resource access to get the tutoring to understand the test they made the wording so incredibly hard like difficult to understand um and then like white um they i heard they would put burning crosses in the test to (laughs) unsettle people of color taking it <laughs> is that am i wrong How, did i, I mishear that history. did i where did i read that did i not read that i dreamt don't that. look that i will i think there's a history of just it being rigged listen if it's rigged against one people that means it's rigged for somebody else it can't right. be rigged against black people and equal the other way and you always say is it rigged or black people in fear and no one's gonna say black people in fear so let's yeah. just assume it's rigged if it's rigged towards black people, then it is also rigged towards white people. So I, I think it's just no one wants to be the one who's gotten the hand, hand out. So here's the here. This is what I'm saying. So. Once white people can have excuses, because the biggest once you're in a situation where it's not a matter of the law, if it's a matter of a white person letting a black person go to a good thing before them and they're thereby risking their own ability to do that thing in this case school but what will happen is people have kids and i gotta feed these babies and i gotta and i don't care about race i don't give a shit that's where that's what i worry about that's what i worry about is like everyone's cool Black Lives Matter. Uh, like fucking. No justice. Uh, no peace. Yes. Yeah. Say his name. Um, and and they. What's going to happen when when push comes to shove? When you when that's the thing, because because it's easy for me to say all the things I say because I have money. So it's easy for me to say when I get offered things, hire a black person. Because I say that sometimes. Yeah, but you're, it's not really, you, you're fine. That's what I mean. So if you. It's, will white people say that when they don't have money? So if you, let's say, had to declare bankruptcy and you had a lot of bills to pay all of a sudden. Yep. And you didn't want to lose your house. <laughs> and someone got offered you an How opportunity. How righteous am I? How righteous am I in that situation? Because that's the thing. That's none of, kind of none of this matters. But also, it's not your job to offer black people anything. And it's not all these protesters' job to make a difference. It really has to. We are just causing enough of a stink so that people get gain the momentum to change kind of like the, the system. So 
it's almost like, will they notice if it's rigged for black people a little bit more? Will you yes. notice? Yes, they will. If, if history is any guide, they absolutely will. The only way people will like, it takes a Holocaust for, for people to go like, all right, give them Israel. But if like we're it take, and even by the way, Israel, not that popular. Um, from what I could tell. <laughs> well, yeah. It was, so, I mean, that we're not, I'm, we're not, not, I'm not doing it. this with you today. I'm not touching um, Israel but, with a dumb but, people. But, but that's, it's what I said last one of these weeks is uh, in this racial fever dream. Um, like, what, what are we, what are white people willing to actually sacrifice? And then, and then, because ultimately, it's you can find exceptions. Because you, with me, you go ah, you maybe yeah, you'd be better you off yeah. not teaching. If if I make racial comedy, that can give clarity or solace to the agree to the to the oppressed. That's a nice. That's a nice uh, uh, interpretation of me doing stand-up or me doing sketches or whatever what you know are i don't I, and i don't know if it's that simple white people can't it's not like a plane where they're looking for ple- people to get off right but it, in that but let's say it is that but it, it's not that literal but that's no, kind I, of what i'm talking about is but, at a certain point white people they're going to be looking for for three volunteers right to come up and let generational wealth head towards some black people but no one does that without being having a consolation prize you get a credit you get a flight credit you so no a, one's gonna move a without you get a voucher i will if we, for a voucher a voucher you get a you get a, a voucher of righteousness <laughs> boo <laughs> tie, keep tie, it fuck you that's a title um that's a fucking title well put it on the fucking card right now start making the artwork now well <laughs> the title of the episode <laughs> And they all knew it as soon as I said it. People who follow the titles of this show, a voucher, a voucher of righteousness. Voucher. Um, okay, but here's the thing, Neil, is that black people, you're putting the cart before the horse. Black people are not asking for all that shit yet. They're literally asking not to be murdered. <laughs> yeah. You're 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 in the future. Right yeah. now it's just like, can we not be mur- can you just prosecute? Yes. Yeah, I was at the. You Black can't Heidman. break into our houses and shoot us. <laughs> yeah, just anything. And that, this ain't about giving Ooh, up your seat on the plane. We're gonna have to get back to you. <laughs> um, I was at the Black Lives Matter march in um, on Sunday in West Hollywood, and there was a lady running for some LA judge. She's like, "I'm running, me, mm-hmm. me, me," but she had a mask on. I was like, "Ah, yeah. I don't know you." Anyways, we were talking. And I said, as a judge, who, who is the, in your, you know, cause you can tell you like, who's the problem at work? Oh, it's fucking yeah. Cindy. Right. I was like, who in the judicial side of things, what is the biggest issue? Why are, why don't black people see justice at all? Like, let's just talk about LA. And she was like, for the past 12 years in the 800 cases of like unjust police brutality, she said two have been. She's like, it's the DA because two have been tried. Yeah. That's it. In 800, in 800 cases, two have yeah. been tried. So she's like, it doesn't end with Jackie Lacey and it didn't start with her either. So she's like, if you concentrate on the DA, 
That, and that's when you're just like, dude, I'm, we're so ignorant to our local government. Yeah. We don't, we can do all the like, give me space, da, 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 we, like take, give me your seat off the plane. But really it's just like, just get, we need to just be more educated in our local government and how that affects us. And that's really it. Like, I understand why people go and march at Jackie Lacey's house, the Los Angeles DA. But you realize that, dude, she doesn't want to fucking lose her job. She can't go it's prosecuting also tons of people. It's the, they, they get their cases from the cops. Yeah. They get and their cases from the cops. they don't want to turn on the cops it's 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 so interconnected but it's the, the but i hope and lebron started the 501c3 the the um about getting black people to vote more and i'm super excited about it yeah because that's a huge issue because it, now it's corny and there's like a whole there's a whole you know Rock the quadrant vote. of people and no, but there's a whole there's a whole section of like man, voting doesn't do shit, and people we did a sketch we did the sketch and yeah, yeah. whatever. So that again, they're using us against using our sketches against us, um, and uh, so I, it's so deeply connected. But you are right that it is. I'm thinking next level next step next step next step and and that's the that's the funny thing i was somebody said like you must be talking to chris and dave about all this stuff a lot and i'm like in some ways it feels like new year's eve where it's like amateur hour where everyone's like i'm i have some thoughts about raising like okay what, right, right. what go ahead <laughs> go ahead rock us <laughs> rock me with this shit you've been thinking about for three weeks that I've thought about and argued about for 20 years. If if it goes slowly, I'm not saying like progress because yes. progress always goes slowly, but if it becomes just normal life to not, it becomes part of everyday life. If if racism subsides a little bit, I don't think, I think uh, black people surpassing you or black people having opportunities that they didn't once have is going to be more palpable. I remember when I was going to college, there was this van service that can pick you up and drop you off anywhere mm-hmm. on campus because it's a huge campus. They would molest you, though. Go ahead. <laughs> they would not. It was a great service. I mean, they were on time. They would molest you, though. Go ahead. And they would take guy. They would take girls before guys. And I and like me and a couple other students were like, that's not really fair. If guys were waiting longer, you know, like just yeah. they should take maybe don't yeah. leave one girl waiting. Yeah. But they should take it. Whoever's it should just be yeah. like first come first. Serve. And when I tell you that was a spicy topic and I went to like meetings, I'm like, this is, it should be fair. I don't think it, I understand. Then make a fucking van that only goes around. Did anyone say, but what about your tiny little lady legs? No, they called me a dizzy little Mexican. Oh, oh, the unkindest guy. (laughs) And you were like, I'm Iranian. Wait, Um, now somehow. Um, I was somehow I lived there. uh, Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I had so many Pro- things that I wanted Professor to say. I also Neil. wanted to say that. Can I pick uh, one, Professor Neil? But that's what I was saying. Because last week I said <laughs> that that uh, I should teach. Yeah. So then I was getting hit up all week on social media, going like, "I would like you to teach just individual d- dudes." Going like, "I want what like n- with no experience." Going like, "I want to be in comedy," and it's like. I didn't say I would. <laughs> I said I should. Would you do a class? Would you? I would do a class. But what I'm saying is, yeah, I'm teaching a class. 
you're fucking listening to it and watching it right now. Fucking Professor Neil is in full motherfucking a phys heck. Put on, open your fucking notebooks. You gotta wear a cap and up. gown. You gotta wear a cap and gown. It, the, I never stopped teaching you cocksuckers. Don't you get it? Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'll do something. I don't. You should because I actually had a friend that took a comedy class. So I'm not gonna teach a comedy. It's what? What I'm the fuck gonna, are you gonna but teach? But I'm not gonna teach. It's the thing that I was saying about Levine, where it's like I, I'm not gonna. I can't. You don't need you. If you need teaching, you're not good enough to be a comedian. No, come on. Sometimes I mean, you need a little the structure. Stru- but I'm not. But you don't need me for structure. But sometimes people just need to know, like, okay, like they just need like some coaching. I understand if you suck. It's but I'll be really talk hard. to people, but I'm not going to teach an open mic. Well, then class. what the fuck are you going to teach? I don't know, Bianca. <laughs> Oh, but I thought- <laughs> you're fucking. I feel like I've taught you a lot. Maybe if you fucking showed a little fucking appreciation. I, just thought you were I know about- it's not white people's week. God it's forbid. It's really not about you right now. Anyone <laughs> give a white man a, a quarter of a fucking sliver of a, a affirmative action in the other direction. <laughs> People don't like it. Yeah, I, I didn't know you were teaching, but I'm here for I'm it. not. Well, you fucking open your eyes. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, this is I got to say this for the record. A dating app woman asked me for a movie to watch. I sent her the house I live in. Yeah. She wrote back. It was OK. Delete. Double reported. Goodbye. <laughs> Flat. Not even blo- not even rejected. Reported to the app. No one talks about the house I live in on this. How could by you the say- way, you said it's three hours an hour forty eight. Wow, sorry, all that it's fucking oppression. Dense. Yeah, it's just dense. It really wasn't. No, it's an hour forty eight. I, I believe you. I just really need to because yeah, it's not it about you. This is about me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. I really was like, hour forty eight. Really so yeah, felt like it was longer than that. No. It's just hard to, it's just a, it's just a, it's a bitter pill. It's a, it's a faux gras. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, all right, I'm going to read some. Okay. Let's check some emails. Well. It's time to check that email. <laughs> email. I can't believe it was an hour um, and 50 minutes. I made Rock watch it. And he's oh. like, you know, I've, he's like, how have I not seen that? I go, I've sent it to you four fucking times. He's like, you have. And yeah. then he, he. <laughs> He's like, I knew all that information, but yeah. to see it all together. Fuck. He's like, yeah. And he's like, after watching that movie, all I could think was, I'm a miracle. My parents are a miracle. The whole thing is a miracle. It's un it's unbelievable the fucking level of oppression. You've got mail. Hey Neil. Love the podcast. <laughs> Pretty sure I've heard all of them so far. My thoughts, I'm a white male, fifty one, pretty successful, four master's degrees. Wow. Keep it in your pants. PhD, 
owned my own business, and fought like hell to get here. I also grew up very poor in a nowhere Midwestern town and made something of my life. So I used to really resent it when people would talk or act like I only have uh, what I have because I'm white. Quote, you have no idea what the abuse and poverty I overcame to get here. I would always think and sometimes say out loud, I like to tell people if we weren't white trash, you could see it from there. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, then I started reading Ruby Payne. Start with a framework for understanding poverty. She's an expert at helping teachers understand kids who come from a culture of poverty. According to Payne, in a culture of poverty, it's expected that if my neighbor has an extra $1,000, I have the right to ask for 100 to help me with my utility bill, and so do nine other people. Uh, and if that neighbor says no or hides the money or is found out, my neighbor is pushed out and no one will help her when she needs it. The net result is that the average person living in that culture can never accumulate the necessary capital to buy a house or a decent vehicle or go to college. I mean, this guy's basically just like read the book and realized like, oh, oh, it's systemic. Yeah, it has nothing to do with my personal experience. It's not like, well, yes, because you didn't have a system of oppression. As a white person, you can do anything in this country. It's a little harder if you're poor. If you're black, it's impossible it's near impossible and your life is gonna suck Mm. for for until you're 40 and then you're gonna have a ton of debt and you're gonna have to work four fucking jobs there's just it's yes is it possible there's no yes it's possible for sure but it's not probable when you're white it's you're probable and it's and it's like not pleasant but it's you know it's not the worst dude my stepdad is a white guy yep and the amount of times he's riding dirty, basically like doesn't have registration, like just like car. He has just always had car problems. I don't know why. Yep. Some people are irresponsible. He's one, he's one of those guys where you can see into the car from the bottom. <laughs> no, he just <laughs> never has his paperwork together. I yeah. don't know, whatever. He's been pulled over so many times. He has never gotten a ticket. Yeah. He's so likable. He kind of looks like Adam Sandler. Great. And he's, it just, there's a, I don't know. They can see that your struggle a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I can sympathize with you Empathy. and empathize with you. It's you're like me. We yeah. are like, we are alike. That, it, the first assumption is we're kind of alike. Whereas white people are like. Wait, what was it? Ghost. Yeah. It's nutty. Goodbye. Just small. Let me do it. Let me do it. Okay. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. Hope you guys are doing well. I recently came across a clip of Play a Hater's Ball sketch, and it reminded me of how much I miss the late, great Patrice O'Neill. Do you have any Patrice stories you guys can share with the feelers? With everything going on, I figured it might be a good pick-me-up topic. For me personally, he is up there with the Paul Moonies of the world when it comes to racial comedy. Take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. Don't Peace. know what that means. I don't know either. Uh, Tell us a story. I miss Patrice all the time. We weren't really friends at all, but he, his special Elf in the Room is a fucking masterpiece. And his half hour, his HBO half hour is also a masterpiece. Uh, He's like one of those guys who released maybe two hours and uh, about an hour, two and a half hours of comedy. And it's all like, it's like fuck. fucking shit. Mm. <laughs> Two and a half, three hours of comedy. Um, I love his shit. When he talks about 
how black girls get refunds. Oh. <laughs> it's so it's like he tries to warn me? the person where right. the, the like, person behind the customer service is like, I'm not helping you. And he's like, All right, I tried to tell you, but now I'm now my girl's coming. Uh I've gotten refunds on things that are like non refundable. Yes. I'm like, I'm getting my money back. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um <laughs> that uh yeah, I'm I we had me and Patrice had a funny relationship where I he did Chappelle show. He was in Player Hayes Ball. Yeah. And he was funny and was helped the sketch and was good. But he didn't like being second fiddle to anyone. Mm. He didn't like that it was Dave's show. And he loved it. Like he's a Dave no, fanatic. It's a comic. It's just he couldn't shit. and he couldn't figure it out. So I had I was doing a pilot nine years ago or something, and I had a part and I called him and I'm like, hey we wrote a thing are you gonna be an asshole and he's like Neil, how the fuck are you gonna ask me that shit i'm like okay. i'm asking you straight up are you gonna be an asshole what the fuck I did, like fuck you we literally argued for two hours and then at the end he goes you know what neil i can't promise you i'm not gonna be an asshole i was like okay because uh, did- i explained to him patrice when you're doing a show it is so fucking hard <sighs> and when you're someone's on set that's an asshole or doesn't want to be there the is dragging whole- there it's like you want to kill them. It's poison. Yes. You poison the set. Yes. And he called me two months later and he goes, I owe you an apology. I was like, for what? And he goes, because I did a show. There was a kid on the show who was giving me lip and I wanted to fucking murder him. And it was the worst. And I was like trying to explain to him like, dude, I just have this thing. Just do it. My, I'm, I'm like, and he actually talked about it on Opie Anthony before the apology. Mm. So he talked about it like I'm a bitch, but but when you but I know that he and I talked on the phone and he was like, You were right. I was a fucking baby and we tried to put him in other shit and he just was like we just get like the runaround and he wasn't successful. And we we're like, Okay. Right. All right. Um and uh but a fucking killer. Yeah. A killer. Like, and he's the only person who ever called me to just say, you're funny. He, ca- oh, I opened for him one time, I don't know, eight, nine years ago or something. He's like, yo, man, I'm just, you know, you're funny. It's like, you're like, you're, pre- like, you're hard to follow. Like, your premises are dense. Your, your thought, your, like, you, the way you approach shit is hard. So, like, that's nice. Goodbye. Um, so that's, uh, why I'm great. And Patrice okay, was this wrong. About, this is about you. Patrice, I'm glad that I had an opportunity to speak about my greatness for once. You Dear got Pinky in the brain. Doesn't not work. <laughs> RSTNLE, I'm a very fortunate 28-year-old. I have no debt and a job with a salary somewhat around Malcolm Gladwell's limit for happiness, which I think is around 115 grand. Uh, I work a boring desk job hey. with good benefits and rarely work over 40 a week. Oh. Uh, can I sustain this with no passion for my work? Work to live rather than live to work. Uh, I don't have any immediate passion to pursue, and anything I come up with is either super risky, open a retail store, or super low paying, open an animal shelter. Um, uh, I've noticed in life that women love men for their passion drive, and I was, quote, unfortunately raised with lots of privileges and never developed that drive. What Pinky thinking? What the brain claim? <laughs> Fucking this right guy's got. I mean, this guy could. This guy has good. a future he's, in comedy. You know passionate. what? I wasn't going to teach people comedy. I'm going to teach this guy. <laughs> Give him some passion, Neil. Um, uh, 
I'm not going to lie. If you have disposable income and you're like me, I mean, just go travel. The fuck? Oh, I don't think he's asking what he should do with his time. No, I'm saying... Oh. He's. I think he's pointing out a fun double standard, and we haven't. Uh, I haven't been able to attack women for the last six weeks. I know we've had and a nice break, ladies. Very hard. Um, the double standard of this thing of like, I love an ambitious guy. He doesn't have passion, but do you think without passion, he women are still attracted to him? Yeah, that's the question, and which comes up like, why do guys have to have ambition? It's just a funny thing of like, okay. <laughs> Like it's we all accept like, no, you have to be tall and ambitious and I'm not or I'm not fucking you. And we're all like, OK, you don't have to be ambitious. I think we say that <laughs> if you're not successful yet. Yeah. It's like I want you to be ambitious. Yeah, like, exactly. But this guy has a fine job. That, yeah. What my point was when I said travel, it's like, look, I'll like if you just if we can travel and you're just not passionate about anything, but you're cool traveling like fair trade off. But also what does. Like, just can we be, do something fun? I don't fun? know if you have to be passionate about your job. You can just be interesting. Oh, okay. Because I'm just, he's hes reading a little boring to me. That's why I'm like, so, because when he says, oh, I want him to be passionate about his job. Yeah. Like, is that what they mean? They mean a really interesting guy who's dedicated and really cares about da-da-da. Are, are you boring? Kind of seems like he's saying I'm boring. He might I'm be boring. a boring. But the, again, what that's, I mean, although Binky the Brain, I've heard worse. <laughs> He's not that boring. I mean, he's in the top three of, of reader submissions. Yeah. And he has a good paying job. I mean, you yeah. weren't. So I don't think, I think just be, I don't think you have to, I don't, when women say ambitious, I think they just mean like, are you, make do money. you work and yeah, do you yeah. make money? Are you a bum on a couch? Yeah. Like, are you a no. fucking bum? <laughs> are you a bum ass? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he seems like he has enough ambition. Also, plenty of dudes are getting dates out here. We're talking, dudes are dating. So, by the he- way, when I tell you I'm bombing on Raya right now, why? I am bombing so badly on Raya. I don't know. Wait, tell Just me. To, I'm not like I'm no. I'm not getting no matches. Why? I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't You're know usually pretty good at Raya. I know. I'm Have you? Doing good. Did you change something? What's your song? It's some weird shit from like an 808s documentary that I saw. There's a good documentary called 808, by the way. Okay. It's on Apple uh, iTunes. Wait, um, so in like when you're when you're uh, when you're swipe like you're not getting a connection. No, no I'm bombing. Did you just restart it? No, no. There's no explanation other than I don't like your face. Maybe they maybe they saw your videos. Maybe they did. <laughs> maybe they did. Not, they, people don't like, love them. Goodbye. Not everyone loves them. You've got um, Neil. I watched Dave's eight forty six. Noted him relating numerical details of life to Kobe numbers and the length of time. Derek Chauvin kneeled on George Floyd. Then I remembered him uh, mentioning something similar during his three hour improvised set. The comic strip relating to John McCain, MLK Day, and Jack Johnson. Does Dave think these things are coincidental? Does he think we're living in a simulation? Yes, next question. No, I'm kidding. Or something like The Matrix. Does he think we are predestined or perhaps that he is predestined? Uh, Seems like you should have He's basically this asking, does Dave believe in numerology? I don't know. Yeah, you should have asked Dave. And, uh, well, you can't get... Dave doesn't have a podcast that where he reads emails. Um, <laughs> I'm the true. best they have. Um, that's, by the way, when I do foreign show, when I do shows in Japan, and black people come just because like... It's, it's not you're not but like yeah it'll have to do <laughs> it'll have to do Bangers cannot. um Jesus. so uh 
I think I think like numerology and those numerical connections are silly and tenuous. Um, just yeah. me personally, mm. but some people don't. So I don't know. I, I it's just it's like Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy, and Kennedy it's like oh. It's like that Tom Segura joke when it's like. Y- your birthdays is it my birthdays yeah. it's like yeah it's like yeah it doesn't mean anything <laughs> it's so funny nothing means anything. i do that and then when he called it i'm like that is kind of stupid yeah nothing means even i'm a leo it's like right now what that. i so i again now i'm treading on severe Listen, now i'm into something serious don't you fucking um, i'm a gemini god damn it yeah the funniest part is one time i was reading i was bored in a bookstore and i picked up a astrology book and it was like Gemini's are annoying. They're mostly unattractive, usually short. I was like, who fucking, what Gemini fuck this lady over? So it's so subjective that it's like. It's yeah, all, it's fake, <laughs> dumb garbage. Goodbye. Ouch. No, well, that might be the new title. Text me later. <laughs> it's fake dumb. Might be fake dumb garbage. You've got me. Uh, look, you guys, listen to every episode. You both make this hellscape called 2020 a bit more enjoyable. I consider myself a liberal, RST and LA. I think that's, I don't know why he put it there. That's not what we're talking about. With liberal. <laughs> what? What does he mean? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I'm a little more on the up and up on comedy than the average person been collecting albums since I was young. I sent my pansexual friend a dumb meme attached uh, because I thought it was funny in context. What I got in response was the New York Times op-ed response about how I'm insensitive to the struggles of the LGBT. Um, and uh, Q. And uh, Q, that was the Obama read, LGBTQ. Um, I told her I think she misunderstood the joke uh, was really a play on words, but no, apparently I was wrong and I don't understand comedy. She even said white comedians can never make jokes where black people are the butt. Whoops, I'm in trouble. Um, when the fuck, When the fuck are people going to draw the line and accept things as jokes? Was I wrong in sending her this or was she blasphemy for nothing? Let me know. Did you so, read it? Yeah. Oh. Mom, dad, I'm pansexual. And then the parents are like the fat guy with look with a disgusted look meaning like pansexual it. means i fucked the pan oh it's not that I mean, funny it's fine I, I, again it's, it's not that funny but it's not just a whatever it's a fine again uh yeah i think everyone yeah uh, but what gonna, is pansexual sorry Ooh. pansexual means you're attracted to everybody everything fluid, and everybody fluid? yeah sure <laughs> sure that's how much i know yeah um and what i my advice for here's the thing with comedy it's you're 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 it's uh it's a they're all calculated risks and sometimes you'll get the get the calculations wrong yeah and 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 sometimes the consequences will be someone writing you a mean or a or scolding email yeah Sometimes you gonna lose you gonna lose your job. <laughs> you were about to lose, lose your, your job. job. You were about, you know what's funny? I know that the remix oh, guy who does those. We oh, really? follow each other on Instagram, and I was like, you know that song is no better than any of your other shit. And he's like, oh, well, of course. Yeah, he's like, I it got a charted. Huh? The song is on the charts. It's good. <laughs> it's great. You were. I mean, about it's to mostly her. No, no, it's always yeah. the person that you yeah. just put somehow like digitizing and making yeah. a. It's so silly that it's yeah. funny. It was like the um, uh, hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one was, it's just funny because it's yeah. like, who did this? Yeah, this he made t- the one, the the Fergie remix 
the Fergie. Uh, oh, the like uh, the, the Rockets. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's a funny dude. The um, thing is, though, so I was watching. I was working an episode of Kill Tony, and uh, God, who, uh, who was? I don't know who it was. I think it was Dom and somebody else. And uh, the guy just did, in case you're hearing is my cleaning lady, and I don't know what to do because I don't want to say I don't want to shush them because it seems uh, it seems colonial. So what what we're gonna do right now, everyone listening? is we're just going to take it. We're just going to fucking eat the noise and there's nothing any of us can do we're because of colonialism. Like, we're also above them. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. all... Yeah, it's none of it's good. I don't like the optics. <laughs> okay. Um, and this guy went up, Kill Tony, it's like you basically throw your name in a hat, you go up, you do a, a minute bit and then yeah. professional like comedians that are mm-hmm. the guests will like critique your bit. Yeah. So... Um, this, this, that's funny. Uh, this one guy went up and just for some reason started. His whole bit was against fever with breast cancer. I mean, of course, it's like a real rough. It's it's you know it's beginning comics. Yeah. And so I think it was Dom or somebody else made the point. He's like, you know, uh, one those weren't funny jokes, right? But he's like, if you're gonna make fun of somebody from a certain like that. Uh, uh, that's at a certain, I don't know, disadvantage or the different or whatever the, yeah. the case may be. He's like, you kind of got to either, it has to be really, really funny or you have to be part of that group because then it feels like a bunch of people laughing at someone else yeah. who's not in the room. Yeah. And so that one was like, whatever. Pansexual. Yeah, that's I mean, so, that's such a broad. That's such a mild and like, it's like also yeah, pansexuals. It, it's are like they, a fucking Bazooka Joe. Yeah, it's just like. Like, but dare Bazooka Joe, you <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, but, I made a joke on the podcast last week i texted someone a joke and got a response from a black woman during the podcast we cut it out but i miscalculated <laughs> i showed you the text oh yeah wait and then what happened nothing i apologized she didn't like the joke no she oh, didn't yeah. like the joke <laughs> <laughs> that's right neil neil got apologized off the air though because it was it was jay-z's manager <laughs> and it oh, felt yes. like a fairly you know <laughs> i don't know um wait you know, so that one fit that's so funny that it bombed it bombed really bad it bombed really bad what did you say to it, was a, it was a it was it was trouble in the winter circle it was bombing <laughs> vip and it was neil gonna pop it was a trivial and it was what white people doing what are these white people doing and it was a yes i won't even i won't wow. get the specifics but like we even me who considers himself like good and specific right. about Rachel. I just fucking miscalculated. Just miscalculated. He's a human after all. I'm guys. a human being. He's a human a boy. Human. <laughs> Goodbye. He's a real boy. You've got uh, mail. Hey, Neil and Banks. I wanted to give y'all, get y'all's opinion on the importance of posting your political views on social media in times of civil unrest. I'm a liberal white guy and I feel I have nothing to add to the conversation happening right now. I felt pressure from my girlfriend to write something so I did. Her argument was that showing solidarity for protesters and black victims on social media is important because it signals to people of color that you are an ally. I understand a point of view, but I never post political, personal views on my social media, so it felt out of character and weird. I also think that my posting to my 700-ish predominantly liberal followers around my worldviews won't be much of a revelation for them. Uh, I would rather donate money to bail people out than post share 
my feelings on social media. I will send screenshots of what I posted if requested. <laughs> no, you're not not going to no need to. No one's requesting. No, don't need to see it. How nail fail what DOS bankers think. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I well, this is what I talked to Michelle Wolf today about the things I posted and the things she posted. And I originally was like, all my followers are liberal or black. So I'm not changing minds and whatever. Donnell yelled at me and I did it. Um, and she, Michelle had the same arc where we we're like, I don't fucking post, but it, I, and Michelle said it was embarrassing that people were like, thank you. And you're like, thank you. And I think she met black people. Um, that was embarrassing for her. It's embarrassing that that's anything. I it's guess. embarrassing that the level that the that the like it's I didn't do anything. I fucking hit a button. I downloaded a Muhammad Ali picture. And I mean, hit, hit a button. Button. I, it, what's embarrassing is people texting me asking me if I'm okay during the time. I'm like, ew, stop! Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. It was like during Rush Week at college. When only the black sororities like handed me a thing, like just it's fine. That's funny. It was like no, it's fine. I don't, it's like it's fine. I get it. I'm not gonna be part of any of these things. But I, I don't know. Do we? Ca- it's just pitiful that that's activism. that's our standard. Yeah, it's, it's like wow, pay- he did like, something. Yeah, okay, I'll do it. It's kind of like corporations. It's it becomes this arms race of like of of support, but none of it's actual support. It's a you hit a button but that's what we were saying earlier is that i don't know if you would never have done that and then you do it is that something or is that bullshit i think people like drew Brees posting a negative one and then the positive one do you think i feel bad i'm like dude do you even want this is this a silent hostage meaning did he no i think i think he you think he came around yeah i don't feel bad for him i'm just like don't pander. If you really think like that, I would if actually... If you really think that, like, you're going to die playing football this year. <laughs> but you're going to be the first quarterback to die. Um, <laughs> On the field. We've, we've, they've been paralyzed. You're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, he... I don't think it was, like, forced. I don't Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but... But I, I do think, look, fine, post... I think if you're going to post, post something like, okay, when the black squares came out, people were like, don't post, don't silence yourself. Don't post the mm-hmm. black square. And it's like, first of all, stop yelling at me, mm-hmm. motherfucker. I'm going to post what I want. And I actually like the black square because it blocked out, it it either blocked Cleared out the bullshit thing the thing, yeah. and then you there was a lot more information that came through as yeah. opposed to like, me, like yeah. noisy video, noisy videos, selfie, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But... I think if you're not going to post information or give your platform to something, I think that's important too uh, because, you know, viewers and reaching people is like something we value now in society. Then just donate something or protest. Like do one of the things. Yeah. Well, that's the problem with any of this stuff is people pressure you to do something and then you do something and you're virtue signaling. There's no... There's literally no winning unless you just don't play. And that's our show for this evening. I'm kidding. Um, that's And that's uh, real yeah. sports for this week. Uh, no, yeah, like you can't win. 
You literally can't win. I got people got mad at me for not posting videos. I post mm. a video. They say I'm grandstanding. I'm fucking star Whatever. Yeah. We don't have to get into that. Um, Goodbye. Here, you read this. You've got okay. mail. I'm ready. Neil and Binky, two words. Okay. I know. <laughs> Neil and Binky, two words, metabolic privilege. Take your statement back and Neil apologize because I know plenty of overly greedy and eat endlessly. I know plenty of overly greedy and endlessly, but don't gain a pound. And even if you gained weight, you would look better people, I guess what he's saying. Don't completely leave it to regiments, even though... What? Regiments? There we go. Sorry, it's so small. Regiments work for people like me that gain 23 pounds during the pandemic where I used to. I used to go to the gym five days a week to maintain 118 pounds. Weight loss. Whatever. You get the point. She got lost, you guys. She got... She was. She became a dizzy little Mexican. (laughs) She got disoriented. That was so uh, fucking That's like when you're when you're drowning and you you don't know which part of the ocean is <laughs> up or down. That's what that that's what we just watched. We just so watched a woman drown in words. Shut up. That and we so all have bad. to live with that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to be able to get rid of that image for the rest of our <laughs> lives. Um the yeah, man, but my bet is that you didn't change your diet. He gained 23 pounds because he couldn't go Metabol- to the gym. Yeah, I, you're not wrong. Metabolistic. But you gotta. But if I didn't, but you can work with your metabolism. You can, but I also think like you don't fucking know fully. So you're right. But I have a podcast to run. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, yes, I don't know the facts, but I've always said like there are people that. Don't eat right. I mean, or like Kim Kardashian, I used to say it was an ankle injury away from being fat. If you can't work that body out, you're going to get fit. There's no, like, she's just squat and curvy. Like, there's yeah. nothing. Yeah, but that's like. Yeah, well, that's a whole other issue that it's not. That's that, fat no. transfer. Right. Yeah. Um, but if she hurt her ankle, she can't do anything. Yeah. And she needs to keep it down because. It's really, really lumpy, bumpy. Yeah, and it's a she's running a prop, thin profit margin mm. in terms of a metabolist. She doesn't. She's not metabolist. I'm, I'm going to redeem myself with this. Well, one. we'll see. I'm going to. I'm going to. Goodbye. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. I love the podcast. So I made a bingo sheet for the feelers. The bingo sheet has things like commonly said phrases, segments, and other fun things about the podcast. Hope you guys enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Well, color go that's eh, not so bad no no well, it looks great but i can't read it yeah well can you blow it up yeah that's my guy um yeah, all right the yeah, b no, whoa bigger uh b across i mean go on the youtube and look at it but it's bingo is uh neil brings neil up, brings up his twitter wait, stop someone asked bianca about pretty privilege <laughs> neil or bianca find a feeler who emailed them attractive i don't know if that happens <laughs> Uh, Bianca talks about her will work with me. <laughs> ah, forget it. You oh. get it. Just go online. It's funny though. <laughs> Wait, is it all me? What the fuck? What Bianca's wearing? This is the most accurate. Yeah, this is right. Good job, dude. We have, we're on brand. This is hilarious. He just broke down the whole Do I fucking... really talk about where I'm from that much? I mean, once an episode. I preface it. Diet changes. Yeah, we just did it. Yeah, we do. Um, Bianca struggles to read an email. 
That's a funny one. Yeah. Mark, uh, get Neil your markers about not ready. Wanting kids. Bianca wears a sleeveless shirt. Fuck. I like sleeveless shirts. I bet. Uh, Neil can apologize. Smallpox blanket statement. It's been a while. It's not. It, the market isn't great for it right now. Uh, Bianca mentioned she lived in Germany. Trouble in the winter circle. Doc watch. Neil comments. Do, you know what? I'm going to start prefacing it's fun. my stories. It's fun. I'm going to just start saying them without context. No, don't apologize. No, I'm just um, wondering. I'm like, do I do that? I got to balance it out. Yeah. So that's fun. Goodbye. And Whatever. what's next? What's next is a letter that says. Tell me. It says. You've got mail. What's up, y'all? This is Mark in Maryland. Hey, Neil. Have you ever turned down some pussy because you just jerked off? Oh, God. Just curious. Let us know. Is this the one I wanted? So gross. Is yeah, that, the that one was I the one you were like, I want that. I didn't say it like uh, that. Usually a message like that begins with, <laughs> will you re- will you accept a collect call from a state penitentiary? <laughs> That's like the um, party line. Remember those party lines <laughs> yeah, back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey. Um, no, I would never. I mean, would I? What if you masturbated and then you went on a date? I try. And you weren't it in the rarely mood. Rarely do wanted, I. Just like, Neil. <laughs> yeah, that happens sometimes. Just and like, you're just not like, t- not tonight, honey. I got a headache. Uh, no, I just I yes, sometimes so. will say I masturbated, so it's you would not, not say that. I already masturbated. Sorry, toots. You've seen my dates because that's a that's a direct quote. Um, I don't know if you know is? this. Something about Neil Brennan. You get one. You get one what? Orgasm from the kid. When? Twenty four hours. Well, you got one. What right. about her? Well, I'll do what needs to be done, but I don't. I don't not like where we. I'm not like Greek about it. I'm a fucking. <laughs> Wait. So, okay. So, if you're getting ready for a date, do you just if you know you're going on a yeah, date, do you I not masturbate? No. Yeah, I won't. But if it just spur the moment, you're like, no. Uh, if I, if I have a date, I generally won't. No, no. Meaning, like, let's say it came up, it, you can only. If I if I masturbated five and then and then my my guys my cleaning ladies I don't want her to hear the things that I tell (laughs) tens of thousands of people. Um, uh, If I then I will not. Then I'll like maybe I'll pop a pill or something. A pill? What you mean? (laughs) Like like fucking dick pills? Yeah. Every guy now is popping pills. But I not every but like no one's not. Okay, I thought pills were if you if you couldn't get it up. They What's just help the everybody. Yeah, no, they no, help if you everybody. don't have an issue. They if you can, they just help you get it more up. How long does it last? To even orgasm. No, how long oh, does it uh, Well, you don't just stay. have like whoa, it's, it's not, not just like, like no. It's not like ah let me go over here. It's not like a sitcom when an actress is pregnant. Um, where everything's blocked out to cover her stomach. Um, uh, I don't know. It's just sort of like you can you can tell you're ready. And then you come and then can you keep going with the pill? Uh, no. Then it goes back. But it's you're more apt to go again. But all 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 other rules apply. Start grinding you just it have up. a yeah, I mean you just have a you just have a tailwind, so to speak. Interesting. So if you did... Hannibal have- has a joke about it in his new special, I think. I saw him do it, but it's about how he was on a date with a girl and she said something fucked up, so he didn't take a Viagra? Like, That's well, I'm not... so fu- funny. That's so <laughs> Like, funny. well, I could have given you mm, no, real the up. real good stuff. The fuck real, you. You don't, you don't, I'll you don't give you some, like, half... 
Well, we're gonna have to pause. Um, Goodbye. So Hannibal Burst, Miami Nights coming, this, <laughs> coming the streamers. You've got uh, mail. Hey, Neil and Binky. Given hey. that ideas like having police work in neighborhoods that are connected to that sensitivity training and just straight up recording murders haven't worked. Do you think that having an open access database on officers in the country would be a solution? You could have their names, precinct, daily beats, and complaint records. If being under that kind of scrutiny doesn't scare them, at least uh, blind people would have an idea of officers' backgrounds. Public databases seem to work with pedophiles. Maybe it'll work with cops. Let me answer that. Please. I went three days ago. uh, There was a cop in New Jersey who did something fucked up. Mm. You know, there's so many. And I went and I Googled his name. And there is a database for cops in New Jersey. It's called like something NJ something. Mm -hmm. Oops. But just Google like whatever. And it shows it shows everything. Mm -hmm. It shows the amount of cases of uh, complaints for force, like uh, like incidences of force and arrests. And then it shows and then it breaks down the instances by color. What percentage of the use of force was against a white person? Mm -hmm against a black person and against a Hispanic person. And then it tells you in that area what percentage of the population that person makes up. White people make up a very small amount of a lot of the ones I read. Hispanic and black are about 48% to 48%. Black people, 70% of the uh, the people who receive the most force. Of like one cop who had, let's say, 50 incidences. 70% were against black people. But... Black and brown people were 50% of the population. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's like, no, all the information's there. Apparently, Sam Harris did an episode that a couple people wrote letters about, but I didn't hear it. So this, he did an episode about basically the numbers aren't that bad. They're not disproportionate against black people. They're slightly disproportionate, but not bad. And it's, it sounds like a wild, I'll listen to it because I don't want to say what I think. But but the difference was... between cops and pedophiles, Bianca, you ready? Pedophiles are ashamed. Yeah. And the they're embarrassed part. by themselves, by their behavior. Cops aren't. Cop when they say like cops think they're above the law, guess they what? Are. They're above the law. The guy murdered a guy the other day and he just quit. Like, oh fuck it. I don't That's like what happens. This. They quit and yeah. maybe yes. they'll lose their pension. It's the qualified maybe. immunity thing. Yeah. They don't you most of what they do isn't prosecutable because all they have to say is I was scared. And notice how they're also fucking scared. It's like that's the thing right. that gets I them out of it. I was scared. It's that that there was also an article Diary of a Bastard Cop. Gotta yeah. take the banging guys. And um and uh and scare i've always said that the fact that scared is justification is well then guess who can do whatever the fuck they want because you can't disprove that someone's scared right it's like i shot him because i was jealous right. it's like well i don't fucking, was he jealous well, then prove i'm not jealous right. i don't i don't know how to prove you are i don't fucking know so that's the problem that's the difference between pedophiles and cops it's pedophiles have the decency to be ashamed of themselves. But cops are so goddamn arrogant. And I'm only going to talk about the places I've been. Yeah. But in LA, like LAPD is, it's so fucked. And it's been fucked for a long time in terms of just the, uh, the culture. They are like, LAPD. they walk, they're like the kings of the school. 
They are the kings. I'll never, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a racism story. I love it. We should have done this on this podcast. If I, if talk shows right now have taught me anything, have black people on telling stories of racism. (laughs) Finally. Finally. Someone's listening. I was walking to my car. It was parked outside of, I think it's called Crazy Girls, um, right across from Chateau Marmont, Mm -hmm. the strip club. It was my friend's car, sorry. And we were walking to the car and uh, there were four dudes sitting on his car. Two on the hood. Cops? I don't know, there's dudes. Two on the hood, one on the trunk, like, and then two leaning. And I was like, what the fuck? Nighttime? Yeah, no, it was like, yeah, the strip club was open. They were right up from the strip club, whatever. And I was like, yo, when he went, he's like, oh, my bad. And then they got up and his hood like popped back up. I was like, yo, you sat on his fucking car. And then he was like, yeah, I sat on his car. I'm like, if I were, because he was very fat. And I was like, well, if I were you, I wouldn't be sitting on people's fucking hoods. Like, I was so yeah. annoyed. Like, it was so arrogant. Yeah. And then me and the guy got in an argument. And I felt bad because I usually don't mouth off to guys if I'm with a guy. Yeah. My friend is a guy. He's just my friend. Yeah. Because it puts them up immediately and in a bad position. guys, thank you. Huh? On behalf of guys, thank you. Yeah, I consider it. I try not to, but you can game out what's going to happen. And then I just immediately yeah. enter him. Like he has to do the fight for me, and I felt so bad because I did that in that second, defending him. But it just I should have just shut the fuck up because he didn't say anything. So lesson learned. Um, but he, the guy, got in my face. This big ass dude got in my face. Um, he was Latin, fat, whatever. And he got in my face and I talked shit back to him because like, whatever, like I have a very slick mouth and I was just insulting him because he was being an asshole. And then my friend, of course, came in in between. And then I was like, fuck, I'm an idiot. Like, why? Why? This is unnecessary. And then his friend surrounded my friend and I was like, no, leave him the fuck alone. And then the bouncer from the strip club came was like, dude, what are you guys doing? They're just kids because. Wait, well, I look young and my friend's a really short guy. <laughs> He's like, they're just kids. <laughs> and I was children. like, go, go back to school. <laughs> but I was like, uh, thank you so much. Um, and so we got in his car and the window was like kind of cracked like this. And the guy that I was calling fat, my bad. It was rude, but I don't know. I was just being a dickhead because he was being crazy. challenged, apparently. <laughs> I don't believe it, but yeah. Um, he slammed his fucking badge on the window and he spit on our window, like in the window on me and my friend. And he said, LAPD bitch, niggers never change. Which like didn't make sense, but I was like, whatever. Uh, and I was, and my friend was like, God, like drove off. And I'm like, dude, this, that guy, there's no way that guy would have said that to me. My friend's Mexican. There's no way that guy would have said that to me if he didn't think he could, if he didn't want to try to intimidate me, yeah. if he didn't want to try to hurt me. And if he didn't think that like, while he's out at a strip club at all hours of the night flashing his badge around. Yeah. Like, he didn't think twice about also, that. Also, LAPD is not an acronym for what he said. <laughs> I thought it was Los Angeles Police Department. I didn't know it was NNC. Um <laughs> I, I call me old fashioned. Maybe I'm reading too much into this. You, you know, I don't know how long their uh, training goes, but yeah. no, it was just weird. And that was, I, it's not like I, that hurt my feelings. I was like, this well, no, it's fucking, fucking gross. It's gross. And that happened to me on Sunset Strip. Yeah. So imagine what happens 
in other parts of the country, other parts of... Yeah, when the cameras aren't... I mean, that's the thing that everybody's saying Will Smith said. Racism didn't get worse, it got filmed. I, some, I mean, maybe he wrote it. But it just, it's to me, it's like, okay, well then, for me, that feels like, yeah, defund, like, yes, there's a reason why cops are getting a backlash and they're feeling like, why is everyone so mad at me? It's like, that's my one story. I'm like, you know why? Because they're worse than pedophiles. (laughs) Pedophiles don't, uh, lord, I mean, they're, what they're doing is lording over, but like, they're easily ashamed and what, and they know what they're doing is illegal. And they don't, and the culture of pedophilia, I'm assuming, is like, ah. No, it's a very, like, shameful, like, yes. Ugh, yeah. Ugh. Like hard drives and, right. right. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. So I just wanted to get myself on record saying that pedophiles are worse than cops. Goodbye. Um, You've got hey, mail. Hey, Neil, I just started listening to your podcast regularly within the past three weeks or so after enjoying so many of the snippets posted on Neil's Instagram. You're welcome. Always been a huge Neil Taking Notes fan. I don't know. That's a joke from Chappelle's show. Like, that's my name, Neil Taking Notes. Uh, From all that to Three Mics, saw it live. Nice. Thank you. I Actually, anyone who saw Three Mics live is okay with me. And I think Bianca is the perfect equally rounded co-pilot for the discussions you're having weekly. I'm going back and forth listening to new episodes and catching up with the old ones for the beginning. So my bad if this repeated question, but here's mine. Do you think mental illness is like physical illness in that no one is completely immune? I have diagnosed MDD and CPTSD myself, and I truly don't think I've ever gotten to know another person and not been able to recognize something a little off with them mentally. What I'm saying is I think every single person is afflicted with mental illness at some point in their lives, but just to varying degrees. Do Neil feel or Binky think that everyone's a little crazy or are there... Some people out there who are just 100% mentally healthy. Thanks for being super entertaining and keeping me sane. Uh, I think, yeah, I think everybody's got something. It's just a matter of degree. It's a matter of disease and degree. Like, I don't, I have depression, but it's gotten better in the last five years. I still have it sometimes, but when I get down, it's not bottomless. Yeah. I can, it's funny, like, oh, it does pass. Mm. It's a fucking amazing thing where, like, I had to run in with the lady, the text, the rate, the, I was being a dick. I sent a racist text, like, whatever, calculated risk. Right. (laughs) Miscalculated, racially charged text. And I spun out for three hours. And then it passed, not because I, I'm fine, just because I didn't, I wasn't like, and that's a thing that gets better over time. Yeah. So I don't know. I think everyone's got something. Everyone's got something, but being around people who have a, like having friends that do have mental health issues, I realize how like I don't yeah. have these things. Yeah. Um, I don't, I think I, I, but I have other, I have like behavioral things that maybe you don't have. Um, I'm really like, I'm very, I have like ADHD, right? So it really affects me. That's literally half the time. If we have like a, you don't send your list in or whatever. I'm like, it's got ADHD. Like I literally am not like, what the fuck? Cause I just know you have ADHD. I can see you. I want to tear up. Like, but I can see you. Get, I see your thought process. Like people's thought processes are relatively visible, and yours are visible. And they, it seems 
you look over you drown in your own words like yeah. you you just get i can get i can get i overwhelm myself yeah i'm like hey so you gotta respond there <laughs> and it it's overwhelming yeah but i try to own it and i try not to make excuse for myself i try to just and i try to focus on something and work on it like being on time i'm not on time i'm not a timely person mm-hmm. it's very hard for me uh so i I really try hard to be on time. Like I really yeah. try hard to be on time for the podcast. And yeah. even if it's like nothing to somebody, it's very important to me. So I feel like everyone has their, if I, yeah. even though I don't get sad and have tons of anxiety, I have things that, you know, I think we all have. And also I feel like the older you get, some shit gets easier because you've been dealing with it for a while. So yeah. I feel like you've, some people are just starting to deal with their shit. Yeah. And, it's or, like, and, eh. and some things happen in your forties or like, Manic depression gets worse in your third. Like there's really a, yeah. What what gets worse in your thirties and forties? I don't know. I know manic Come depression on, does. Tell me. I know bipolar does. Bipolar. Yeah. It gets w- worse in your thirties. Fuck. Um. So, but you're forty, so you're fine. <laughs> I do a lot I'm bipolar. So you're a kid. You're a school kid. <laughs> Get out of here, kids. Um. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh. Finally, you've got mail. Hey Bianca Neil RST and Ellie. Um, I'm a 27 year old recovering oblivious whitey who has your <laughs> podcast to thank in part for my wokeness as an English teacher at a private Catholic high school uh, in in South Florida. I'm thinking the upcoming year's curriculum and how I can show support, be supportive of my students of color. But again, I'm white. I'm young. My name is Chad. How can I best navigate and or use my privilege and pastiness to raise up and support students of color? You know who I think this is? I think that's the fucking guy that that tattled. Remember, there was a guy who tat- some, the the black girl got in trouble for saying the n word to another black girl. <laughs> like, uh, like maybe shit. nah. They probably I'd, feel very bad older. right now. I feel like they feel bad now. Yeah, I That's think that cool. guy sounded older. Okay, but I could be wrong. Um, uh, just you know what you know what I was thinking about is mm-hmm. if the good thing about entertainment and not literature is it makes a lot of this shit can feel homeworky. And that's the difference between Ralph Ellison and Chappelle show or, you know what I mean? Like there are similar lessons in invisible man or a pulmony show. Like you can just try to make it as entertaining as possible to keep kids attention. Yeah. You kind of got it. Like, as much as it isn't, maybe it's not testable or it's not, there is like a, it's, a lot of it feels like you just don't want it to be sucky. You don't want any of this shit to be sucky. And that's the, again, the thing that we were talking about before. It's like, I try to make these videos funny (laughs) instead of like, I, hello, I am hello. Right. With my <laughs> privilege. You just it's be funny. And then people are like, oh, yeah, it's making. Yeah. Well, like student wise, though, I think the schools are going to have a lot of burden to. Kids are kind of racist. Like well, they're, they a, are and they're it's not. A, they're, well, it's a it's a difference. It's a other thing. Right. They're so not, anything they're about other, whatever. It's. Anything you can other, you're going to do it. People call kids gay well before they even know they're gay, or yes. maybe they've before never they even gay. know what they're talking yeah, it's about. It's like something's up with him. Like yeah. kids are very observant, so, and that's kind of part of 
our progression as kids. So I don't know how to, I don't know. How I, do you? It's hard to, this is what I, another thing. So, so when I make videos and I talk about blackness or black people or whatever, it seems condescending because I'm going like, help them, right. help these poor. <laughs> I don't think any black person is worse than me. In fact, I can name three that are better. No, I'm kidding. I can like whatever, like the fucking yes, shitloads of people that are better than right. me. Um, and I don't think they. I don't look at it like they're handicapped. Like, oh, little buddy. Having said that, they are handicapped by the system. Right. So, as a white person, I will build a a, a little fucking ramp when I can and I, I and I don't know if it's anti-racist to say this is a ramp for black people I don't that's where I'm like I get a little well, bit well you have to also it's it's a it's a fine like line because you want to empower people but not be like will you will you want to come over here like these are these are grown men and women and it's about this is really also like an underlying thing is a lack of respect too. So no one wants to feel like they're getting a handout or they're getting like, come in the back way. Let me open it up for right. you. You know, but you also are kind of I, doing I that. I would counter so, that people don't care if they get a handout. Meaning. They just don't want it to seem like I'm. I don't think they want to, but I'm saying I don't think anyone's beating themselves up for getting a handout. I think there is that thing of like imposter syndrome, which I think every every woman has that i know and some men so i think if you get the imposter syndrome mixed up with a racial thing i anyhow go on no no I, you're no, no but saying- i but i know what the the i that's the rub now that's the thing it's like okay well how do we handle it yeah it's like you have to be respectful show this person the same amount of respect even though maybe you te- you are systemically above you know, how do you bridge that without seeming, not condescending, but like without exploiting that nasty side of that you have it easier than like me. You know what I mean? Yes. Or like we used to have the champs. We would have black guests on because Marin and Rogan didn't know any black people. <laughs> so like, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just didn't. And also, I knew I knew everybody, and they were all fucking funny. So why wouldn't I have them? Like, I so is that is that racist? Is that a ramp? It, am I being bigoted? You know what I mean? Like, it's all this kind of impossible equations yeah. where I believe that it's not racist, but other people think it was. And do you know what I mean? And I don't, I think they're wrong and they could make a case that it was racist because everyone's the same. It's like, but then why, why do they keep getting killed without guns <laughs> if they're all the same? And why doesn't, I, and I'm not mad at Rogan or Mara. They just, that's yeah. their fucking experience. But I guess, does it matter if someone thinks, if, a, if, if, if someone doesn't take what you're doing in the right way, does it really matter? Well, if they make a stink about it, yeah. Well, yeah, because then it's like, dude. What? Yeah, then I have to like explain. But like, we had no advertisers on the champs. Fucking yeah. 
way more popular than this. Yeah. No advertisers. Because they yeah, thought was also, it was racist. It's like. But also like that was you were at the beginning, pioneering yeah. Yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, podcast right. and you interviewed people people wanted to hear yeah so but, but yeah but I, that's the thing is I don't I would count, argue that that was absolutely the right thing and it was absolutely great and entertaining blah, 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 and it was like good and it was good and right yeah but well who is saying like I, that was I mean that's like everyone's gonna have a fucking opinion yeah but so that's the question is when you specifically help black people in this case or or any case how do you uh do it that they don't feel condescended to they don't feel like you ever like as a i've had to i used to have to catch cabs for dave you just have to do it it's embarrassing of course it's embarrassing for both of us that I live in a, not just Dave, plenty of people like, like I can't even remember, like, but, but it's like, you know, I have a lot of different types of friends and there are times where I'm just like, no, you're white. You could do that. Like, I'm not going to do that. They're going to think this or yeah, I'm hyper aware that there's differences. I like, don't want, you know, maybe how we behave in stores and blah, 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 blah. Like they, there's a plenty of times where I've told them like the, I can't do that. You're good. Like, I'm not going to be able to. There was one girl at work that was like, ah, this shift. We keep, we work really hard. We keep getting this shitty shift. And I was like, yeah, man, it sucks. Because they work me to the fucking bone with the the positions they put me in that are very hard. Where it's like a 100-person section. But then they fuck me over also the next week. And she was getting a similar treatment. She's like, I'm, we're not, let's not work that shift. We're just not going to work it. And I was like, are you, you've been white way too long. I'm working my shift. She's like, no, we just, we're not going to work it. And I was like, bitch, then I'm going to get fired. I'm not like, it was weird that she thought we could stand up to a job. Yeah. And I'm not saying she, it was about race for her at all. But for me, I was just like, you've been white for so long. Yeah. What have you gotten away with that you think somehow you've, You've arrived at the logic that we can tell our at like at will work state job that yeah. we're not going to do the thing you're telling us we have to do. So I think it just there are like understandings you have like Dave was probably like, yeah, catch the cab for me, please. Yeah, it wasn't even it was not even it was like sort it's of not unspoken. like a sad yeah. point in your friendship. It's, it's like, no, it's not. It's not even I never think about it. I just literally just came into my head like, oh, yeah. 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 So, but, but I, but I didn't feel like I was doing him a favor. It's, it's like, how are people, there's a thing now where, uh, black guys are getting cornered by cops and people pull over and start filming. Yeah. And just helping. Yeah. And that's the, that's a ramp. And that's cool. Yeah, I agree. But there is something condescend i don't know if it's the right word but it's there's something i will say here's the deal there's plenty of help that's geared towards black people right now that have that's been around for decades even like 100 years like a negro college fund this blah blah this helps they've helped so many negroes (laughs) don't you say that no Uh, i want to do a sketch not on juneteenth i know uh, we're gonna do like who are the united negroes like getting (laughs) 
getting college scholarships and then it would in 2004 being like a bunch of get like hello i'm an negro like just a bunch of 50s black dudes but in 2004 nah, i think it's sketches um no so i think there is it's almost like you have to just be don't ask don't tell right. hey yeah there's this thing we're not gonna gloat about it and it's not a big deal you know but when you demand no yeah of course I not i don't think it's uh, I think you can do it without. I think that's what people were saying, thinking I was doing, is that I was somehow gloating in my uh, black uh, yeah, fucking videos. And and meanwhile, it's like if if Chris, if a black guy can't get a house, it's whatever. If Chris can't get a house, you're like, what the fuck? If he can't get a house, so I'm using these guys as illustrations of uh, these people that they love, also or dealing with the same fucking racist system right. that they don't and those guys aren't big with complaining about it so but i will complain uh bianca uh um, there's a there was oh. a a ending hook that i had that i forgot to do last week which okay. is come on bianca we don't have to take this shit <laughs> let's get out of here let's get out of here we don't have to take this shit goodbye